Hello and welcome to Sports Injury Talk, presented by Regain Sports Drink and Momentum Fitness and Health. My name is Jason Benkis. I am a NASM certified personal trainer and corrective exercise specialist. On this show, I take a sports injury that happened over the last week, break it down, apply it to our lives, talk about how we can both treat and prevent the same issue in our own lives. Our subject, and I want to get this in because it was pretty pretty hot topic, but our subject this week is Joe Burrow of the Cincinnati Bengals. Joe is their first-round draft pick, possible franchise QB. He has a rating of about 90 for the season with 13 touchdowns, five picks, and 2,700 passing yards with a completion percentage of 65.3%, something we would certainly take here in Chicago. So during Cincinnati's game last week versus the Washington football team, Joe took impact to his lower leg from the left side. One of his own linemen drove a defender into his leg, sending him to the ground in a heap. With little to no crowd due to COVID restrictions, the stadium was completely silent. Eventually, Joe was carted off into the locker room for x-rays. The news that came back later that evening was grim and season-ending. Joe had torn both his ACL and MCL, effectively ending his 2020 season and even jeopardizing his 2021 season. I heard a lot of analysts saying that they should probably just let him fully recover and uh, and build this team so that in 2022, uh, they've got a shot at something. So what exactly is an MCL and an ACL? The ACL the anterior cruciate ligament is one of the key ligaments that helps stabilize your knee joint. The ACL connects your thigh bone or femur to your shin bone, tibia. The medial collateral ligament, another ligament in the knee joint, the MCL is one or is on the part of the knee closest to the other knee. So the inside, the medial side, medium uh, usually means like middle. It certainly does in a lot of uh, math. It connects the bottom of the thigh bone, femur, to the top of the shin bone uh, as well. So the MCL, MCL helps keep the knee from moving side to side. That's pretty important. You don't want your knee to move side to side. So who's at risk for these injuries? It's not just professional athletes who are moving at breakneck speeds and in, in, in all this stuff, but you and your active kids or even not so active kids are at risk in almost any sport. It's most commonly torn during sports uh, that involve sudden stops and changes in direction, such as basketball, soccer, tennis, and volleyball. Most people who do tear that ligament in their knee feel that pain and hear that pop in their knee when this injury happens. Their knee usually swells soon after the injury and most of the time around the inside part of the knee as well. So now it's important to note though that in the case of ACL tears, the majority are actually not from impact and are from non-contact situations. This is where we all, everyone needs to listen up here. This injury is often associated with deceleration coupled with cutting, pivoting, or sidestepping maneuvers, awkward landings, or out-of-control play. So think about that awkward landings for a minute. Runners, have you ever stepped off a curb wrong or, you know, found a little bit of a pothole or a little bit of a dip in the road? Yeah, uh, that can actually lead to an ACL injury. 
Several studies have actually shown that female athletes have a higher incidence of ACL injury than male athletes in certain sports. This is the, it's been proposed basically that this is due to differences in physical conditioning, muscular strength, and neuromuscular control. Typically in the past, we have not had women in the weight room as much or lifting heavy, but now you see it. Now you're seeing more women lifting heavy, doing the stuff that men are doing, you know, and even as much as, you know, doing CrossFit and stuff like that, uh, obstacle course races, these kinds of things. You're seeing more and more women do this. And it's great. It's great for, it's great for sports in general. Uh, so this is why it's important to have a trainer that specializes in some of these things as well as corrective exercise and speed agility and quickness so we can prevent these. So how can you, your kid, and Joe prevent non-contact knee ligament tears and sprains? Well, simply put, um, because you're not going to have you're not going to have your leg twisted and have a 300-pound lineman fall on you, most likely. But simply put, you want to work on that physical conditioning that muscular strength, and that neuromuscular control. Male or female, these things need to happen for our youth athletes and weekend warriors too. Us runners have to be careful, okay? Again, an ACL sprain is as simple as stepping wrong off of a curb or landing wrong just on a normal stride. Happened to me during my last run twice. But because of certain things I've worked on, it didn't affect me. So let's start with physical conditioning. The most important of any fitness routine, sports, etc., is building a solid base with balanced muscles. Heard me say this before. Uh, those who have never exercised, taken time off, or have been working out, your sports are in off-season, you need to do some corrective exercise. Sitting, standing, lifting, running, playing sports all create muscle imbalances in our body. Everything we do creates muscle imbalances in our body. Sometimes it's the reason for pain in, in injuries all in itself, or at minimum, at least leads up to them. So for this kind of training, it's important to meet with someone who can help identify your muscle imbalances specifically and find out if they are the same on both sides of the body. Everyone's going to be different. So just starting a random flexibility or strength program might help one side of your body, but it's going to make the other side worse, still leaving you at risk for this and many other injuries. So once you've balanced out your muscles and you're exercising with proper form, it's time to build that muscular strength. This is another phase that NASM personal trainers use in the OPT model. That is the optimum periodization training model. It states that a progressive approach is needed to achieve fitness and athletic goals. One must be progressed through the phases properly. So building muscular strength is more like your standard full body workout, building lean elastic muscle. During corrective exercise and stabilization phase, you're going to see a lot of like your curls, your push-ups, and that kind of stuff, uh, you know, in doing a lot of balance work. Now in muscular endurance, you're going to start to see yourself working in different planes of motion, using rotation, even more balance. And depending on your exercise history, you should spend about 2 to 12 weeks here. It's really just an all in how you progress. All of these phases, two to 12 weeks. So lastly, you need to build neuromuscular control. That is, if you're going to uh, skip over the hypertrophy phase, hypertrophy is basically building muscle, building mass. 
But neuromuscular control is defined as the unconscious trained response of a muscle to a signal regard, uh, regarding dynamic joint stability. The movements of the lower extremity, including the knee joint, are controlled through this system, which needs to provide the correct messaging for purposeful movement. What does all that jargon mean? Basically, your brain needs to be in sync with your body when you're accelerating, decelerating, cutting, or jumping. This helps your body absorb force and create less of a chance of injury in the knee. This is achieved with plyometrics and speed, agility, and quickness training. Once and only if you have progressed to this phase. If you're an athlete, this should start right around or right before your season does and continue through. Once your season's over, start from the beginning, assessing those muscle balances again, and cycling through these phases. This will help greatly reduce your chance for injury. So ACL, MCL injuries do not always require surgery, which is nice, uh, especially when only the ACL is torn. In non-surgical treatment, progressive physical therapy and rehabilitation can restore the knee to a condition close to its pre-injury state and educate the patient on how to prevent instability. Educate the patient on how to prevent instability. How many people go through physical therapy, get homework, do it for a week, and then forget about it? That's the education on how to prevent that instability. You got to keep doing that stuff to prevent it from happening again. This might be supplemented with the use of a hinge knee brace. However, many people who choose not to have surgery may experience secondary injury to the knee due to the repetitive instability episodes. Again, another instance where you're going to need that trainer either before you have an ACL tear or after physical therapy from your first ACL, MCL tear. But because people do not follow through on these phases, they're at higher risk for injury. So please. Follow the phases. Follow what your, your physical therapist is telling you to do. And if you are a Chicago area, area physical therapist, please, let's work together. Let's collaborate. The way we can get you know, people coming in with those, less with those same injuries over and over and over again. All right. So that should make some sense, okay? Make sure you're following through the phases. Make sure, especially if you're going to be doing any running, cutting, jumping, anything really, uh, you're going to be at risk for an ACL, MCL tear. So if you need help with that, you know how to get a hold of us. All right. So until next time, I hope that you can find your momentum. Thanks for listening.